Go for it. What you want? We now welcome the Royal Duchess of Onion. It is I, Lair Queen. I am multiple layers of stink, and I am here today to present Is This What You Want podcast featuring Fat O'Crian and Puglia. Slap co tits. <laughs> I'm weeping. Guys. What an intro. It's it took us seven hours to write that. I wrote it all down and then I wrote it backwards and then I wrote it forwards. It was and then I wrote that? it side to side. Yes. Flip it around upside down. That's how you write a mystery novel. You read uh. upside down and inside out, and there you go. And what are you gonna do? Thank you for joining us on another well, where we are, it's a gloomy, doomy, humdrum of a quacker duck-loving day. It's a duck-loving day. It is very rainy out, and it's miserable. And uh, I had, I, I feel like I had my biggest breakdown of the quarantine today. You, you heard it here, folks. The biggest one oh. so far. I know. I'm <laughs> just, I just feel like everything's been squeezed out of me. And earlier today, I wanted to cry and I just couldn't cry. I was just so pent up with rage and sadness about so many things. And then finally, I, I had a shower and I cried in the shower. And then I came out and I was like, get yourself together, Ladkowitz. And then I went downstairs for a bit and then I came upstairs and I started crying again. But like now we're sobbing. on a podcast. Yeah. You got a nice glass of wine. You're cozy, comfortable. That's what you got to do during these quarantine times. Just, uh, you know, um, don't push down your emotions. Acknowledge and react. Is that good advice? I don't know, because I, I didn't I guess I didn't feel like I was pushing down my emotions in some ways. But there's just so many other things that have built up. And then it all came to a head with here, here's a I feel like we've talked about this briefly. We'll just hop right into trends. And one of them right now is TikTok. Uh -huh. Fucking hell website. Oh boy, what's going on with that thing? Made by the Chinese government or whatever. And is that true? I keep saying that. You keep I... saying that it was made by the Chinese government. Because <laughs> another on us? person told me that Chinese government. I don't know why I'm googling Chinese government. Does the Chinese government exist? TikTok. Okay, people have been searching this. Um, TikTok is a Chinese video sharing social network serviced owned by ByteDance, a Beijing-based company founded in 2012. <gasps> okay. Well, that, mm. that doesn't sound like the Chinese government to me. What's going on with TikTok China and the U.S. government? That's an article that came out on Vox. I just don't trust it. I don't know. And that's not coming from any kind of racially charged uh, area. That's just I've heard very weird things about this app. And also so many people we know, I think we've said this before, are exploding on it. Yeah. It's very weird. It's like certain people are getting, they're like, I have 30,000 followers. And then you look at their videos and they have like 100 views. So you're like, what? Yeah, that, that's what doesn't fully make sense. Also, the fact that TikTok views don't really translate to anything outside of TikTok. Have you noticed that? That's like every stupid app. That's like when I was on Vine all those ding dong years ago, 40,000 followers and then like 100 continue to follow me on Twitter. Yeah. And I've like even been contacted by people that have been like, oh, I haven't seen you since Vine. What happened to you? Like, 
I'm, I'm here. On literally every other app, like yeah. just not the one that crumbled. You could search me. You could Google me, and it's me and the writer for Conan that show up, and then some journalist. He's doing quite well. Actually, he had coronavirus the other Matt O'Brien. The other Matt O'Brien. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So back to this hell app. It. I guess there's a lot of bots on it and whatever, but it doesn't make sense. Like what goes viral? Like uh, a lot of our friends do get uh, a lot of views on it, and they have great content. Whatever. But I just made a, uh, I did a bunch of impressions of everybody from Schitt's Creek. And I don't want to toot my own horn. It was great. It was some of my best work. I worked so hard on it. Got so much good feedback. I posted it in like a Schitt's Creek um, fan group. You can toot. Toot away. People Keep went gaga for it's quality. it. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to put like just a minute of it on TikTok. Because everybody's like, yeah, I'm on TikTok. It's going to explode. Because there were so many Schitt's Creek things on TikTok that were so much worse than mine. I'm like, Yeah. I put it up 20 minutes later. It had three views and then I snapped. I deleted it and then I I think I had just funneled all my rage into that. Even though that's not, that's TikTok's not the issue, but it's something that I feel, Yeah. I just feel like I have no control over anything and I'm like, I can't even, all this garbage is going viral and my actual quality work of my shit's Greek impressions. Oh, and I'm like, I'm just put too much pressure on yourself. I know. It's a dumb, dumb time. And we were talking about, we went for a little walk. It's like somebody who, who quoted that being like your version of success in the old world is not going to be what it is in the new world. Like we don't even know what we could be making all these videos and then, you know, who knows if anything, who knows? No one knows anything. You just literally just got to think of an idea, execute it, post it, and then forget about it. I don't want to though. You I must. Want, I want it to go friggin' viral. So then I deleted so it. So then what? You can get sent a box of wine for free from a company that adores you. That'd be nice. Oh actually. my god, that's <laughs> literally amazing. Why would you now? Now I want that. Now I want a box of wine. Is that what happens when you go viral on TikTok? Should we say this? I will say that uh, the lovely people at Suecito have been, have hooked us up again because of our. Our, um, you know, uh, posting of their beautiful velour tracksuits. So thank yes. you very much. Thank Sweatcito. you, Sweatcito. So Matt has a, a cherry red one coming in. Cherry red with white piping. And I have a burgundy one with black piping coming in. We're going to look horrible together. We're going to be pieces of scum, uh, but I'm so comfortable. I'm wearing part of my Sweatcito now. I'm if you don't not. know what Sweatcitos are, just look it up. Look up Sweatcito. It's a velour tracksuit, and it's... It is the uniform for the quarantine. I can't yeah. think. I ordered it shortly after this lockdown happened. I'm like, we're going to need to invest in farting and laying down. So They're so comfortable. Yeah. Listen, I will say. Um, we, They're not we, even giving us money for this. They, well, like, they gave us some, some little track suits. But, yeah. But, but not the quite, first ones. The first ones we end. bought. That's true. And we liked them so much we told the world. You got to tell everybody. Um, support local. I'm a lady, uh, for those of you listening. That one's the woman. Um, I, I'm the woman. <laughs> Julia's the woman. Matt's the man. And uh, But I ordered the man track suits. I ordered a men's medium. Is it going to be a juicy butt? Uh, I have a juicy butt. Yes. And um, also the quarantine has it made me get slightly juicier. Um, and also I'm tall. I'm five foot eight. And I will say the medium is almost too short on me. The Your body is, is perfect. Stop it. Okay. And then I got a men's small top. Small so top. if you're a gal thinking like, what should I order? If you want something more fitted, the women pants are sort of more of like a flare, yeah. which I don't love. But the women's tops are like a little, like a lightweight hoodie zip up. It's a nice time. Go to sweatsito.com. Uh, you can figure it out for yourself. You're going to have a lot of time inside. So invest in some nice loungewear. Why not? I'm, my sweatpants are disintegrating. These poor red pumas 
are uh, the whole the holes are. I don't know what's happening. These things. I'm, uh, but uh, we just gotta keep on keeping on. You know, it's uh, TikTok is hell. Sweatsitos are great. What a world we live in. I mean, if you're a listener and you're on TikTok, a follow me at Julia Comedian, and mm. b wh- how are you finding it? What are your tips and tricks of TikTok? I actually go- I I googled. I'm like, how to go viral on TikTok, or <laughs> does it matter the ratio that you post and whatever? I'm like, I hate that I'm. You got to do right cheesy now. dancing videos. That's what people love. And you have to engage. That's the thing. I don't engage in the app. I don't look at anything because I don't want to. I post my video and I get out. Oh, like, um, like commenting on. Yeah, things. I don't comment. I don't look. I that's, don't even. I don't even look at videos. That's honestly, um, how I got followers on Vine when Vine first came out, which is probably the same with this. I would go through random new videos that people were posting that had no followers, and I would like them. Yeah, I and then sat, they follow you. And I liked, honest to God, like 30,000 posts. It, but that's, like, what, that's would, what you have to do yeah. because that's the whole point of the app. If everybody just went on, posted their own stuff and got off, then But they then see it you liking exist. it and they're like, who's this? See one of your videos, then they follow you. Yeah. And honestly, it happened for a lot of them. And the app rewards you because they're like, good job, Matt. You're liking other people's stuff. You're engaging. So we're going to th- bump the algorithm up and then people are going to see more of your shit. That's what you got to do. When you got some spare time, if Ugh. you have any spare time lately coming up, um, just fucking scroll through and just like whatever. Who cares? I have uh, other than this podcast, because I have to look some stuff up for uh, things that we talk about. I'm I'm getting off my phone for the rest of the night. I, I went yeah. away from it for two hours because I needed to after my cry fest. Cry fest 2000. 20. 20. 20. Uh, l- why don't we why don't we check out some of the the fan mail we've gotten recently? Have we gotten fan mail? Well, we've gotten a little fan tweets. So oh, maybe I should. There should be there be a fan mail jingle. No. Uh yeah or like maybe. Uh, or uh what what do we call them um, is this what you wanters? Uh the 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 want the the wanters the wanters. That sounds no. creepy. It's like you guys want us. Are you the wanters? That sounds like a weird like orgy code. We are the wanters. Okay, come in. Oh, do you want to look this up? Timberwolf said, on. I need to know the French version of public crotch. Remember when we talked about public, the uh, public crotch last week? Yes. So, hold on. Wouldn't it be crotch public? Maybe. <laughs> Le crotch public. Uh, we are public crotch. Uh, public is, crotch. I wonder if crotch is even in French. English to French. I'm Vagine public? No, because a crotch can be a man's crotch or a woman's crotch. Virgin, that's a. I had to take forever to type this. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Public crotch, extra, ex, mm, extra jamb, public, entre jamb, entre jamb, public. What's an entre jamb? Entre jamb. Is it, a crotch is an entre jamb? Oh my god, entre jamb means between legs. <laughs> oh, the jamb, because your jamb, yeah. Yeah. The entrance to your legs. Entre, entre? Entre, but like if, if, if it means like entre, if, yeah, between your legs. Yeah. It's uh, your crotch is the part of your body between the tops of your legs. It is the in between of your legs. Entre jam. I'm going to start referring to my crotch as between two legs. Yes. It's like between two ferns, but it's my crotch. Kiss me between my legs. <laughs> I know. People my, have said that. Kiss me between my legs? Yeah. Mm. I feel like I've read that in a romance novel or something. What a shitty romance novel. <laughs> Kissed me between my entrejumps. And as they pulled up to the grocery store, the man looked over and the passenger and said, Kiss me between my legs. Timberwolf said he thought date. it was la viande de tout le monde. Ooh, viande, the meat of everyone. That's disgusting. 
And then we had, oh, we also talked about uh, Robin Williams last week and when I shaved my head and had that spiky haircut. That's right. Which for my TBT, if you go to Julia Comedy on Instagram, you'll see. Imagine you'll you see do. a lot of those photos Hell coming yeah. in. Um, but then Barkman at Barkman. I used to work with him. Okay. He said this Robin Williams photo might be something that we want. So Barkman, stay tuned because uh, when, when we release this podcast, I will release that. And Robin then, Williams photo. Yes, and then you send us a picture of you doing the Barkman. It's a it's a dance of your choice. It's like the Bartman, but Did it's you your say choice. Choice. I feel fucked. I'm like tired and didn't you have an edible? Weird. I did have an edible as well, so that could be it. I forgot about that actually. That must mean uh the edible's good when you take it and then you forget about it. Yeah. Is that is that good? Is that what you want? It's just a sleepy day, guys. Is this what you want? Are you sleepy? Are you sleepy? Call us one eight hundred crotch man. <laughs> I was trying to think. Oh, I couldn't think of public crotch. Entre jam. One eight hundred entre jam. Je vous say la. Okay, this is going off the rails. Um, just no. so you know, everybody, it right now it's a uh, five thirty, which still makes it. What what time is it, Matt? It's happy hour here in Dunkin' McCheese. It's not Come on down no. and try our crispy crumbs. It's a pile of crumbs, and it's in a bowl, and you eat it with your mouth. It's not happy hour. It's chappy hour. God damn it. It's chappy hour. Oh, Steph Tolov's calling me. Come on down to chappies. Hello? Chappy I'm, I'm hour is my now, podcast right and you now. need What's to up? get your chappy on. You can order a drink, and it comes in a giant robot head shaped like the robot well, from the movie okay, well, no one saw. Chappy That's hour. literally in his own world. This is literally Monday a to Thursday, podcast. three to nine. Can you stop? I am Chappy. Wait, Steph, say hello. Hi, everybody. I'm, I just picked up some marijuana. Oh my oh God! We're calling the police. Calling the police. All right, I'm gonna call the police and then I'll call you back. Okay, bye. bye. That was uh, comedian Steph Tolev picking yep. up some government-enhanced uh, marijuana from the Canadian government. I don't even government. know if it is a government-enhanced one or Could if she just got it from some guy. Who knows? This is a confusing country. Leaving Canada when marijuana was not legal and then coming back when it's very legal is very weird. I picked up weed from the post office twice already, and it's a crazy experience. Added with the wearing of a mask in a pandemic. Yeah, it's very odd. Yeah, it's it's all very strange and uh, it's kind of a buzzkill. I like the the when I used to buy weed in Toronto, it was like you know you got to go to a guy's apartment. That's that's he awful. He asks if you want to play Rocket League on PS4, and you're like, so you like that? You like hanging out with some weird loser? Well, you knew the guy. <laughs> He's probably listening. Wait, who? I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know who you're talking about because I never bought weed. I would like contribute money to it, but I would never. I know. Go and like seek it out. Or we were frequently gifted weed after shows. We, we there's a lot of weed bars in Toronto. Oh yeah. And they you do a little show and they give you a nice little edible or a nice little little bit of weed, maybe a joint, and you're like, well, there's I'm not a big smoker. That'll do me just fine. And then one time. After a show, you you decide to eat the whole cookie and not just a bite of it, and then you uh, hallucinate that a dog's about to attack you in your apartment oh, hallway. Yeah. That's what happened to me once. And then uh, <laughs> you were already in bed, and then I was out on the couch with no shirt on and a glass of orange juice on my chest, and uh, just trying to see if I could 
you know, look inside myself and figure figure out what's going on in there. A, um, a similar thing happened to me, but no no dog and no orange juice on the chest. But I did um, I did one of these weed bars Christmas party, and I completely forgot I was booked. And I had gone to a friend's house earlier that day, and we we just decided to day drink. Yeah. And good decision. What a decision. Yeah, we're just like whatever. Let's have fun. I was like early twenties and, um, we're drinking and I was like, Oh my God, I have a show tonight. And I'm like, I gotta go get on the subway, go to the show. I hadn't eaten dinner and I'd been drinking all day and they had this whole buffet of treats. And I was like, yeah. And they're like, watch out. Those have weed in them. I'm like, oh, okay, good to know. Screw that. I do the show. I'm after that. I don't care. I'm so starving. So I scarf like two brownies, hang out for a bit as I'm walking to get back on. I have to take a subway and a streetcar it like kicks in i'm like oh my god and i just like put my hood up because i'm like if my hood's up nobody will suspect anything you know what i mean more suspect and then i got off on the wrong subway i didn't know where i was going (laughs) it's a time i'll tell you that uh if you ever live in a city that has streetcars that coming out of the subway because you're like i'm moving baby i'm on the subway and then you get off and then you're like on the street and there's no streetcar and you just night your whole momentum's blown. That's yeah. what I hated about the streetcar. It's like sometimes it's there and that's very exciting and you're like, I'm still moving. And then you just lose all momentum when you get up there in the streets. I like a subway. I love a subway. I know. I wish I wish L.A. had a better subway system. I remember uh, moving to Toronto. Maybe I already mentioned this. Not knowing that the subway existed. I remember someone was like, I had to go to MTV where I was interning at the time. You didn't even know the subway existed? No. So I got dropped off at a different part of town. I'm like, how the hell? There was no Uber. I'm like, I can't get over there. It's impossible. That's such an expensive cab. And they're like, get the subway. I'm like, what the hell's the subway? <laughs> and I had no idea. And then I got down there. And honestly, I was so excited. And I never lost that feeling for the subway. I don't never talked about this. Oh, my God. I like my got on the subway, subway lover. took the subway to my destination. And I'm like, this is crazy. It's cheap. It's fast. It's underground, which is so exciting. Especially because you like grew up on a farm where you'd have to take an old mule into class every day. Yeah, you know how often you travel underground when you grow up on a farm? Never. You never travel underground. Unless you strap yourself to a mole that's burrowing yeah. into the friggin' outhouse. Shove a bunch of gophers down your pants and tell them to go home. <laughs> 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 it takes a while. <laughs> That's uh, that's the subway at the old farm, old gopher pants, O'Brien. You have to shove so many gophers in your pants <laughs> that they and tell them to go home, and that they all burrow in, in the same hole. In the same hole yep. with you, strapped yep. to them. Yeah. Uh. So the subway is great. Maybe that's why I created that subway talk show I did in Toronto because I had such a love for you the subway. Love the subway. If you love the subway so much, why don't you marry it? I'd marry. I like this. I like the trains. They're nice. They're a nice shape. I like the trains. And also the Toronto one's not that gross, too. It's gross, mind you. Yeah, I've seen grosser. New York. I remember the first time we went to New York and we got on one train and it was like someone's fresh shit. We got on a shit train on our last trip. That's right. Remember, we're like, why is nobody in here? And then we went on and we went... Crazy smells on the New York subway. It's coming back. Like, that's happened in Toronto, but not in the New York... And then LA subway is good. It's clean. It's scary. Cl- it's clean, but it's scary. But it's also like I did it. We didn't have a car for a bit. Took it from like Hollywood to Highland Park. Mm-hmm. Fine. 
And then on the way back, they're like, the next train is uh, two and a half hours delayed. Yeah, there's like just some crazy delay. That's not a delay. That's just no more train. Mm-hmm. That's just we don't have a train now. That's, That's no, the thing. No if it was more reliable, then I would take it more because, you know, to, for, for us where we live to get downtown, it does make it a lot easier. But, yeah. but it's definitely not something I would do alone after dark. When is there going to be like a new public train? Like, you know, this future, like Futurama when they travel around in tubes. Mm-hmm. Is that ever going to happen? I don't know. Why don't we ask our resident scientist, Chumpy the Zygote. Chumpy the Zygote. Hold on. Let me get some science music. Eh, it's taking a while to load. I'm just going to look up stock music for science. Oh, my God. What is the doctor's name again? Chumpy the Zygote. Chumpy, are you there? Uh, yes, I'm here. Uh, you're got. Oh, sorry, my machine's fired up again. Wait, are you chumpy? I uh, thought I was gonna be chumpy. You're chumpy. <laughs> hello, hello, sorry, my voice. Uh, I had something stuck in it. That's why it was a bit lower earlier. What was the question? Chumpy, uh, what are you currently working on? Chumpy is currently working on a diaper that sucks the poo out of your bum. Oh, so you don't even. You don't even need to push. You don't got. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're shitting in a diaper, you're not even pushing that hard to begin with. So who's this for? No. And like, even if you don't think you have to poo. Chumpy, you sound different. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm just uh, speaking on behalf of Chumpy. Ch- Chumpy, can you uh, clarify? Yes, uh, absolutely. Um, even if you don't have to poo, this um, this sucks out of you before you, before you have to. So, you know, no must, no fuss. No muss. Sometimes, you know, you're no going fuss. out and you're like worried about uh, what if I have to shit when I'm horseback riding and then, but I don't have to shit now. So you put on the diaper. What's the name of the diaper? Suck it out. It's called suck it out. It's called suck it out. You got to suck the shit out of your butt with ease. We're never going to make one of Oprah's picks with this foul language. Suck the shit out of your butt with the diaper that does it for you. Get it on your butt and watch it suck. It makes a loud noise when it does it. <laughs> um, I, uh, I am Chumpy, and I, I do not endorse uh, Matt O'Brien's song. Wait, uh, you're Chumpy, and we also have Chappy. Uh-oh. Chumpy sounds like Chappy's brother. <laughs> I am Chumpy. <laughs> but I am Chappy. And I am Chumpy. I'm Chumpy. Um, the Chumpy. He's the gruff brother of Chappy. He's, he's the science robot. Yeah. Um, Is this what you want? Honestly, if I... W- Our listeners are so, so brave. <laughs> yeah, you're very brave people to continue on with this. When you um, started playing music and I was trying to talk to Steph Tolev, what a nightmare. It probably sounded like a lot. Like, I apologize to but everybody. I feel like uh, our listeners put their face... They they'll gladly walk through the flames of disaster to get on the other side where the uh, fruits of our creative uh, accomplishments are shining brightly. <laughs> wow, that was uh, that was. A big should I be sentence. a politician? That really I stumbled through that. Um, should we open an Irish pub called McChappies? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> where it's uh, genuine. It should be called uh, McChumpies and and Chappy or Chappy and Chumpies. I like McChappies. McChappie's is, yeah, it's a genuine Irish pub, but the bartender's dressed like Chappie. Oh, you know what? You know how it like Cheers has like that fancy restaurant above it? Yes. So maybe it's McChappie's and then Chumpy's is the seafood restaurant I'm above not it. as uh, 
Chumpies is too new a character for me right now. I can't commit commit to him owning an entire franchise of restaurants. It's not a franchise. It's just the it's the. Yeah, it's I don't want to. I don't want to support him. I don't even know the guy. He's a good guy. He's a scientist. <laughs> it's not. A, yeah, why is he opening a restaurant? That's sketchy as hell. Why is Chappie opening a restaurant? Because he's a delightful, friendly robot. And so is Chappie's brother. Yeah, I guess he's just helping him out. Why do you hate Chumpy so much? Let's come on down to McChappie's, uh, where every hour is happy hour. Every hour is Chappie the hour. A uh, Chappie hour. The hours oh that we're open are Chappie hour. God, I wish Chappie was here right now so he could punch me in the face. Uh, imagine getting punched by a robot, huh? That would not be good. Because they don't hold back. You're just getting that big steel Also, there's fist. no fleshy hands. Yeah, it's just It's all, nubs. you might as well get punched by a fucking lawnmower. <laughs> like just a pure machine coming out your face. You know what? This is there's been a lot of negativity on this podcast. Why don't we why don't we um get into our first segment? <gasps> Tender wait, warm <laughs> What is it called? Wait. Let's Why don't we get into our first segment? Warm and fuzzies. And we have a uh a, a theme song by none other than Chris Bush. Take it away, Chris Bush. Wow. Of course you would make a theme song for us, That's you sweet so nice. man. Uh, oh, did he make another one, actually? I, I gotta check. It's possible he made one for um, French movie titles as well. Oh, really? Which we'll get to in a second. Uh, warm and fuzzies. So it's go? been, um, you know what? It's a weird, It's uh, warm and fuzzies, are, it's harder to find them these days, isn't it? I feel like I keep having so many warm and fuzzies, which is weird because I keep... Every day, because they're like, practice gratitude. Remember what you're grateful for, blah, blah, blah. Every day I do that, and I am so grateful for that, and that's why I get even more upset when I feel like absolute trash, because I'm trying so hard yeah. to be positive. Um, but one warm and fuzzy. So I talked last week how I used to have a podcast with Amanda Brooke Perrin, and we had a segment called Tender Moments, which is basically warm and fuzzies. No. Uh-huh. Um, rip but, off. But, um, Unoriginal. It's my own rip off, ho. That's right. Anyway, so... Amanda just uh, recently celebrated one year of sobriety. Go ABP. And Good I, for you. I think that's uh, it's very admirable, and she seemed so happy, and she had a crew of friends who, who celebrated with her from a from a safe distance, and uh, yeah, it was just it was nice and it was inspiring, and uh, yeah, especially with quarantine time oh to gosh. actually like stick to your guns. Like that's that must be the hardest thing to not if you're like you know off of drugs and alcohol like that's what everyone's doing right now yeah and then you're just like why well, have all the time like friends of ours like when the quarantine started happening we're like i got all this acid it's time to go i feel like a lot of people yeah we're just doing hard drugs right <clears throat> people were shaving their heads and doing hard drugs right out of the gate yeah it was a bit much and then friends of ours who never were really big drinkers are like i'm drinking more than ever so yeah but warm and fuzzy is a dear friend uh, accomplishing so much exactly so we're proud of you and Very we proud. love you and uh can't uh, can't wait to see uh the rest of your journey amanda how do i live without you not I why do know. what's your warm and fuzzy there how head? I ever, ever think i can hit it uh, what's your warm and fuzzy how do i uh warm and fuzzy god it's uh, 
we did have burgers again this week and oh my god really it, scratched it, me where this I is hit. why you are <laughs> shit to me I'm going to. <laughs> so I was just like, oh, I had a burger again. That oh, was good. Oh, burger. I mean, I nice. can think of a million warm and fuzzies for you. Yeah, what happened this week? I mean, the sweatsito thing's very nice. That was that very, is very nice. Kind. Um, yeah, but you already blew that sweatsito load at the beginning. You have to think of a different one yeah, now. Yeah, what the hell happened this week? What is this week? Okay, where are we at here? <laughs> um, now, I don't remember anything this week. Um,. There is a lot. As I'm warm and fuzzy is being with my wife during quarantine. Because that is a bold faced lie because we no. got into the biggest fight yesterday <laughs> and then fought more this morning and then I sobbed. Yeah, but I am. T- I've been talking to friends mainly on Call of Duty that are like, uh, I'm quarantining alone. I just want to hug somebody. And then I'm like, well, I am spoiled because I have a beautiful woman to hug. Uh, during these trying times well isn't that nice so isn't that warm and fuzzy i you know as much as i hate your guts uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a uh, real pleasure being here with you miss J- i want to say jane chappy lackowitz uh yeah it's it's just a uh, little things the little things are nice or like uh Warren Fuzzy was. Uh, we had a nice night walk the other day, and it was uh, you know we had a little hoot of a toot. Oh, I tell you though, we saw a raccoon, which was just chilling on a lawn, laying like, down like a dog. Yeah, like, like a, dog. a dog just on a front lawn watching traffic go by. The raccoons are real confident in uh, this area of Canada. I'll tell you that much. One, I was sitting on the porch, and one was strutted down the street, middle of the afternoon, staring right at me. And then a chipmunk ran literally right between your legs. Something's happening with Between nature. Between your entrejambes. Like that's the the go to. <laughs> my entrejambes. A chipmunk ran right towards your entrejambes. Police, get over here! A chipmunk ran through my entrejambes, and was it still there? No, it's beyond my entrejambes. But when we went on this nice night walk um, after our little hoot, we're walking, and the Matt's like, "Oh, a raccoon." And then on the other side, he's like, oh, a cat. So we walk in the middle of the street so we're not like bothering either of them. The cat comes right up to us, getting all up on our ankles. Yeah. And then, Can't touch it. And then we couldn't pet it because, I mean, I guess we could have, but just to be safe. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if we could pet animals right now. I don't know anything. Everything I'm reading is very conflicting. He's not touching anything until Fauci tells me to. Exactly. And then we walked away and then the cat was following us. And then we kept walking and I kept looking back and it was there. We get all the way to my house. I'm like, if this cat's behind me, I'm going to freak out. I look back. It's not there. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> like two seconds later, I look back and it's just yeah. standing there in the dark, dark street. I'm like, it <laughs> appeared like in a horror movie when that the violins kick in. It's like, Wee! it was just like there. Yeah, because you look back and, and you finally let your guard down. You're like, oh, yeah. it's ah. finally gone. And then all of a sudden it's there. What a weird horror movie. A cute cat's following me. <laughs> But I was worried about him. Yes. That, like, what if he? What if he was supposed to be at home and safe, and now he's not? This is the. But that's uh, what made me warm and fuzzy as well. That this uh, this neighborhood's so quiet and nice. It's like, man, imagine if it's being a tomcat, tomcatting around, just prowling the night in this safe, quiet, nice and little neighborhood. We should get the cat a sweatsito. Ugh, imagine sweatsito. If you're listening, you should make uh, animal sweatsuits. They must. Do they not? I don't know. <sighs> I mean, first of all, seeing a cat in a velour tracksuit is <laughs> very exciting to me. If a cat um, in a velour tracksuit followed me home, I don't know. Yeah, what would you do? Uh, or if, say that was your cat and it went out for the night and then you woke up the next morning and the cat's in the kitchen eating in a tracksuit with so, its name on so it. So it went out, no tracksuit, came back. Track came back suit. with a tracksuit and its name etched into the, the rest of it. And you're like, well, 
What would you do? What the hell would you do? I feel like I would get it tested for DNA to see who made this for my cat. I don't know what I'd do, but what a fun I'd little prank. I'd call CSI. Cat in a track suit. They do have cat track suits, I'll tell you that much, but they're not what I was picturing. They're cat sleeveless. Suit? Ew. Ew, a sleeveless one? Yeah. Ew. It's like one of those like hairless skin cats. It's like a hairless cat in like a very European like Adidas looking. Oh, this guy's all right. He's a fuzz bo- fuzzy boy in a Adidas track suit. Oh, that's sweet. See, that's kind of what I was picturing. He looks like a little, like a little Russian... <laughs> Doesn't he? Like a little Russian. Little Russian Facing boy. Are Russians like their Adi does? They like their Adidas tracksuits. They love squatting over dice and smoking <laughs> cigarettes. <laughs> That's what I know. I have a guy, many Russian friends in Toronto, and they, they're squatting like... Squatting over dice. Like, I love, a, I love a hard squat, and I love to roll dice in uh, the, on the sidewalk. I wish I had a better squat. But my, uh, my hips have always been real tight, and then as of recently, I think I've talked about this, my hamstrings fucked, and then something happened to my glute where it pinches, but guess what? Tomorrow I'm doing a uh, a virtual physiotherapist consultation. Huh. So I, I wonder how that will like? go. I don't know. I guess he'll be like, do this exercise, do this to try to see like my mobility, and then offer some exercises or yeah. stretches to rehabilitate it. It's just something that's been bothering me for so long, and the the YouTube videos I've been looking at uh, have not been helping. You if need anything, someone to worse. tell you what to do. Here's the thing. I hope this guy's professional about it with these. I hope that he at least has the illusion that he's in some sort of medical office. You know what I mean? If, if somebody is about to like physiotherapy me, you better not be like in a, a T-shirt and sweatpants sloppily hanging over a laptop. And well, that's room, usually you know? what he'd wear to work anyway when I saw him. Is that true? Well, because, yeah, he's a physiotherapist. All I'm he's in something that he can move in. Is that if I was about to experience this and I'm paying for it, I would want some sort of production value. Yeah, if he's in his underwear covered in mustard, then that's a it's fucking problem. It's always mustard. It's always, mustard's the funniest condiment. Mustard's the funniest stain as well. And also saying mustard. Mm. Covered in mustard. Covered in mayo is just like almost too gross. Tomato sauce is like... Covered in ketchup is just... Covered in ketchup, you're like, well... a kid or something. Yeah, why were you having all that ketchup? Mustard's an adult condiment too. Yeah. Ketchup is like, I'm a kid and I don't like the taste covered of things. Covered in relish, you can't because the chunks would fall off. Yeah, also no one's eating relish ever. Covered in hot sauce, that's just a party. Yeah, you know? you're a fun time. <laughs> Covered in mustard, you're like, well, that's the sad man's condiment because, you know, when there's lack of food and lack of flavor, you're like, put some put a little mustard on it. Put a little mustard on it. Although I fucking love mustard. I fucking love mustard. I love too. a grainy mustard. I love a hot mustard. I love a honey mustard. I would dip crackers in mustard. I've seen I, that you is do a, it. a fine snack to me. I've seen you do it. Mustard crackers. But back to this man. Which man? <laughs> <laughs> physiotherapist man that's right his name's kevin yep and he's amazing and uh he actually was like the physiotherapist for all of uh, the Ottawa senators oh this ottawa senators yeah so he's legit too legit to quit so i hope he has a little bit of production get a ring light or something give me some good lighting on this you know yeah i love a ring light i'm curious I- i'll glance i'm i'm excited for my first virtual dentist appointment are those, are those gonna exist yeah when it's, it's like now take the pick and yeah, jam it they, your they eye. send you the tools and then they're <laughs> like all right you got to pick this shit off your teeth and i'll watch <laughs> oh i hope it doesn't get to that or like because our friend deb just got a root canal like what are dentists doing like that's one of the most intrusive uh doctor types yeah. Getting in your holes. Any doctor that gets in your holes and their job is inside it, one of your holes. Like that's uh, a big one. Or like gynecologists. I feel like gynecologists are still operating for your entrejambes. Yeah. Um, entrejambes is honestly 
it so easily flows in and out of conversation. I'm not, e- I'm not even forcing it right now. Yep. I'm not even forcing it entre jambes. Yeah. And you should never force it entre jambes, by the way. Never force. The entre jambes need to consent. Yes. To consensual entre jambes, which is also another band that we have. <laughs> we are consensual entre jambes. We Wait, what was the original one? The original one was the English fiddles. version of entre jambes. What? We are public crotch. Oh, yeah. Crotch is entre jambes. Yes. Okay. Wow. I got to keep track. Entre jambes public. Entre jambes public. Entre jambes. Uh, gynecologists, yes. Oh, yeah. But they're already very hygienic, I would imagine, right? They're yes, all masked but I, up and stuff. If, if it's just like a, a routine checkup for your like, pap smear, I don't think they're doing that. But unless it's like serious kind of stuff. Yeah. That that's what they're staying open Do you for. think sex clubs will exist after this? There's no way. I feel like sex clubs were cleaner than a lot of places that's probably true this. actually because if you're getting i've had friends who've gone to them and they're like there's literally like you get up from somewhere first of all you have like a towel yeah. they're like anywhere you get up from whatever there's someone with a spray bottle there's someone cleaning things down because they're afraid of uh the entre juices going everywhere yeah, so you they don't need anybody's sure. entre yeah. covid entre getting around so if we treated every building and you know as if we're all naked and juicy. like a sex club Maybe we wouldn't be in this mess. Honestly. That should send that to the government Treat for their little every let's yeah. get that trending on Twitter. Treat every building like a sex club. Yes. Socially distance and treat your home and businesses like it like they were covered in cum at one point. You don't need to say that word. You need to. It's gotta be effective. What if there was a different word for it? Like You're gonna say jizz. No. A different word for cum? Yeah, maybe like yayas or yayas <laughs> or it has it has to be one syllable like come like a like a puel or something. Ew, puel. Yeah, puel is bad. Puel is real bad. Oh, they puel all over. What about spoink? I'm about to spoink. <laughs> I mean, spunk and spoink. Spunk and spoink. Yeah. yeah. Come is aggressive and uh, very un. I remember I remember the first time I saw that word and I I was like why is that spelled like that? It looks it looks gross. suspicious. Yeah, C U M you're like well it's like another word I know but not. Humans are truly disgusting. Yeah. Whoever came up with that you should be ashamed of yourself for coming up with the word come even though I have laughed at it almost every day in my life. It's a hilarious very Exciting word. Oh no, I come to my jeans. Chuppy. Chuppy is coming. <laughs> come for Chuppy. Ew. 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 <laughs> oh no. I've befouled the Chappy Enterprise. I feel like this den that we're sitting in has been soiled. Yes. Uh wait, we warm and fuzzied. Oh, uh, let's do our next uh segmento, which segmento. is um an English movie in French. Yeah, what's what's an English movie did you see uh, had a fun French translation? Uh Du Wang Fu. Yeah. Thanks for everything. Julie Newmar. Yeah, remember that movie? Have you seen that movie? I have. I think I've seen it more than once. I think I've seen it one and a half times. It's very good. The fact that the, that's like every like uh you know, it's like think about the longest movie title. Like that's the first one that comes to mind. Du mm-hmm. Wang Fu, thanks for everything. Julie Newmar. Wesley Snipes, Patrick Swayze, John Leguizamo, all in drag. This was like, like before drag was like super 
yeah. like on TV and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was a fun time. Just confident guys being being fun time. Forty seven million dollars it made in the uh, box office. How about wow. that? What were we looking up? <laughs> the <laughs> French the, translation. Uh, the French translation. I thought I you had this all set up. I did French Christ. movie title. Mr. Potter. Oh my God. Mr. Potter, don't touch anything. It's COVID time. Are you I'm hacking lo- the mainframe? What is taking so long? Uh, what was it called? God damn it. I just had you it. You had it all set up. That's why I seamlessly went into this bit because I thought it was right there in front of your fat eyes. Ah, hold on a second. Keep talking. This is how... Okay, now he's really hacking in the mainframe. He's put down the microphone and he's using two hands and two feet to type into his little laptop. It's a regular size one. It's a little one. Uh-oh. There it is. Okay, I just <laughs> banged the microphone. Um, what do you think it is? Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Let me tell you. Okay, here it is. Um, in Denmark, it's called just Tu Wong Fu. Okay. They were like, get it out of here. We don't need the rest of that. People will come see this regardless. In Finland... <laughs> it is I don't know how to even speak this language. Kitos Kaikasta Wong Fu Parhain Tervesian. Sounds That's a right. movie I want to see. Um and da 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 I'll give you two types of French. In France, Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar is called Extravagances. Extravagance. Hey, that's it. So what does that mean? Just, Just the like extravagance? extravagances. The extravagances. Um, isn't that something? They really. Oh, okay, you said two types of French. What's the other type? Oh yeah, the fr- there's Canadian French. It's called A Wong Fu Merci pour tout Julie Numar. Yeah, that one sounds about right. So that's the one. Um, in Sweden, it's just called High Heels. <laughs> <laughs> Wow! Oh what, my like, god! How? How did, did like does a representative from every country watch Some the movie? Some guy watched it, or it came across his desk, and then he read the fucking log line for it, and he's like, you know what? The high heels, duh. <laughs> I don't know high heels. <laughs> Just release it. Who cares? High, high heels. heels. It's not even about like shoes. It's. I mean, they're wearing high heels for it's sure. It's like men wearing high heels, but there's women who wear high heels in movies all the time. You don't call those movies high heels. Is it because they're super tall in their high heels because they're tall men? I don't know. You'd have to ask the president of Sweden. I'd have to ask the president of Sweden. Who, who is, is the president of Sweden? Well, let's. Do they have a president or is the prime minister? I feel like it's probably a prime minister. Wait, let me guess. Give me a hint. <sighs> well, hmm. What? Swedish politician... Okay, is that a man or a woman? Oh, no. Whoa, that's a man. He looks like a turtle. Okay, wait. Give me, <laughs> give me a hint. <laughs> uh, as to him, his name? Yeah, first name. It starts with an S. And your first hint should be, is that a man or a woman? By just looking at his name. Sally. Close, but you're way out. Sandra? No, you're not going to get this. Ste- Stefan. Stefan. Stefan and then Lofvin. L-O with the two little dots on top of it. F-V-E-N. I wonder if that's like, you need to have the umlaut above the O in Is order to be... Is called umlaut? Yeah, in order to be in power in Sweden. We are public umlaut. We are the umlauts. That's the opening band for Public Crotch. 
Umlaut? Before Public Crotch comes out, please welcome Umlaut. <laughs> and it's just one guy, and it's a, a trumpet pointed at a uh, acoustic guitar. And he, he horns it into the holes, <laughs> and it vibrates, and people like what, the noise. What was the Entrejambe band? Entrejambe. We had a something else Entrejambe. Entrejambe public. No, we can't have a public. It's already public crotch. Umlaut. <laughs> I like umlaut. No, umlaut's fine. We'll we'll think of entrejambe later. Did we talk about any trends? Yeah, we talked about. Did we give the people what they bit. want? Do you think we did give them what they want? I don't know if we did. I feel like I feel like last podcast we really hit our stride, and I was like, hell yeah, it's all up from here. And this this has just been an old shopping cart that like some eggs broken and then started seeping out the bottom. You know. That's true. I mean, we talked about TikTok for a bit. I told, I just said that. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, I was looking up trends. I was looking up. I don't know what the hell is trending anymore. It's all like what are people are doing during quarantine times. And I feel like also on Twitter, like a lot of the joke being like, God, I'm fat and full of garbage and I'm lazy and I haven't showered. I feel like that's kind of downplaying because more people are like, this is bad. <laughs> like it's yeah. no longer a joke. I mean, I'm still joking about it because... Uh makes not necessarily on twitter but the stand-up that we like pre-recorded that's what i was talking about a bit because that's literally what i am doing yeah all i'm doing is eating yes we're exercising well that's the thing i'm not i'm actually not eating as much as i you know make it's not like i'm sitting there and in inhaling a bag of chips at all times and if you're doing that that's also good that's fine but i'm eating like three square meals a day and snacks and yeah. I'm not working out as much as I was because, A, we used to walk a lot in L.A., so I wouldn't even consider that, like, a workout. No. And, B, I would take, like, a yoga class or something. But now, because of my injury and because of being cooped up inside, It's amazing less. how much harder it is to be fit and active in Canada. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially during crumbum weather times. Um, like, no wonder when I got to L.A., I got so much more fit and active because it's so much easier. Having to leave the house and knowing that your shoes aren't going to be like covered in muck yeah. or shit. You don't have to put a jacket on. It's like. I'm just kind of the opposite, though. I got fatter when I went to L.A., which is so No, you LA. did not. I did. You're crazy. I mean, I got older. I got older and fatter. We're all getting older and fatter. Which is exactly what they want in L.A. They're like, wow, I have too many young hot ones. Give, give me older and fatter. I can't wait to be old. I want, I'm going to be the type of fat like where it's just all in my guts. It's, it's going to be like, I don't want it to be a bubbly gut, but you're just going to be like, wow, that guy's thick in the center. I don't want that. That's how people die. Skinny little arms, no ass. I'm going to have the flattest old man ass. I'm going to have an ass that you can literally put eight signs of beer on. Yeah, it's going to be two umlauts above your yeah, two umlauts. <laughs> above your legs. You're be like, look at my wife's umlauts. Yeah, and then you'll go, smack my ass with your little noodle arms. Yeah, I'm going to go, ah, oh, my hand. <laughs> and then I'll turn around to swipe you, but I won't be able to reach because my little dinosaur arms will be too far away from my fat ass. Yeah, that's going to be us. And we're going to go out dancing. And we're going to go, uh, hey, honey, remember the corona times? Ah, those are crazy. Yeah, and then there'll be some like lizard woman like, get out of the way, you old bitch. And I'll be like... You don't know me. Yeah, my generation made the vaccine is what you'll say, which is kind of which is not true at all. It's definitely people that are older than us doing it right now. No, there might be a 30-some-year-old making it. What do you think it's like to sit there and like making a vaccine? Like if you're in one of those labs, that's so important right now. And what do you do? You're like staring in a microscope. You're just like, come on, where is it? Like are you looking for it? In some, are you... Putting tinctures together? Are they actually doing science things? I'm picturing a tincture situation. Like like putting, like, be like, add a little more of that w- blue stuff. A little bit of hope. 
Yeah. Touch of religion. And a lot of love. (laughs) Can you imagine that's the virus? Hope, religion, and love? Uh Oh Oh my God. Praying to Jesus works. Imagine all of the... Yeah, you're like the vaccine. This whole time was Jesus. Or what if... But it took like a certain amount of people to all pray to Jesus and like truly believe. It's like the miracle of Christmas. Like, if you truly believe... Yeah. Woof. If Jesus, if you're listening and you have the vaccine... Come on, man. Just give it. Just give it over already. (laughs) (laughs) I won't have to pray to you. I will. If it does something. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm uh, I, this is um coming up on I think last time we were talking about how I started The Artist's Way, uh, which is that book about like unleashing your creativity. I followed it pretty well. So every every morning I've been doing my morning pages. So as soon as I get up, I write three pages of whatever the heck I want. Um, but a lot of the stuff in the book and they're like, you don't have to think of it this way, but it's all about like a higher power. Did I talk about this? I think you may have so touched she'll on say it. stuff about like God I'm and sure whatever. Be, She's yeah. like, it doesn't have to be God in a literal sense, but it could be like a really big dog. Whatever. Yeah, it could be Clifford high. the red dog. My, my God is that big dog, dog. is God backwards. Yo. See, maybe that's why I said that mind blown. That's your assignment this week. Listeners pick something in your house and, and pretend it's God. Yeah. What's okay. If something uh, looking around, this that's room, like one of the big God? commandments in uh, Catholicism. They're like, do not, create false idols and i'm just telling people to do it um, but that's what i'm saying is anything can be your god yeah i mean we're in the den of julia's parents place and there's some creepy teddy bears what about this creepy horseback riding gal i don't know like for something to be your god it's something, gotta be something like you want to look at you know or do you hide it and then just believe that it's there is that hmm why don't we take a day and you pretend i'm god and then i'll pretend you're god too much pressure. And then we'll see uh, who's the better God. It's clearly me. You think you'd be a better God? Uh-huh. Why is that? Because you listen? I don't listen. See? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's most of what being a God is, just listening. No, God friggin' makes sick beats. Yeah. and God's fucking ma- lit as fuck. Brings people snacks all the time. Yeah, that is and my God. Yells at you if you wrong him. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like the yelling, but I do like the snack bringing and the lit AF beats that yeah. he's dropping. DJ God, lots of snacks, lots of yelling. Don't let me down. Um, <laughs> That would be really funny if that was actually like factually in the Bible where it's like Jesus showed up. He started drumming on some sick beats. They wouldn't say sick beats, but, but like Jesus, you're confusing Jesus and God. Well, he's the son of God. And apparently he's like the personification of God is what the whole religion's all about people believe this i don't know they got me when i was young and uh they got me good i, was I, I like the idea it. of believing in something though i like that i mean because I be- come on why are we here this is so stupid the idea of religion where it's like uh yeah believing in something the community i thought was nice you're like oh it's a sunday we're all gonna be together you know obviously we didn't really like a lot of our neighbors so it wasn't really nice to see them anyway but um but then also like the do unto others as you would do. And it's like the lessons, but then you go to church and the whole fucking mass is just the priest being like, don't do this or you're going to burn. Or, and then if you do that, say a friggin' couple of hail Marys and then you're yeah. forsaken or whatever. Going into confession, the little confessional booth is a nightmare. Cause he's like, like, what'd I you do? Touched my Never said that. I was always like, I swore and I lied. About I swearing. <laughs> and I lied about touching myself. I swore and I lied and yeah. I liked it. It's, uh, yeah. 
I was I was not raised Catholic. We were Anglican, but then after not too long, we didn't go to church. So I never did confession. You got to I mean, you should try it. It's very it's very weird cuz I'm not I'm like I still feel like I'm out in the open here. I'm not dishing out the dirt to this guy through the screen in this weird closet. Yeah, it could be some fresh pervert. You know who's there. I even know this guy too. It's like uh, it's like your priest isn't like your best friend. I'm like I barely know this man. Also, he pronounced Lord Lloyd all the time. And I'm like, I. May the Lloyd be with you. And the Lloyd said to them, it's like, fucking the Lloyd? Come on, man. That's your one word. Uh, no, it was probably just an accent that he had. But I, don't, I still don't know what it was. Something European, Eastern European. You heard it here first. Matt hates the Europeans. Wow. Do not record that. How long have we been that. The, We're about to wrap it up. So you got anything else to add before we uh, throw this one in the tube and get it on the old... You got anything? <laughs> um, I don't know. It's been, it's been a tough week. Um, and I'm sure, you know, some of you have had a tough week too. And that's okay. And if you're alone, we are hugging you through the podcast. If you're with too many people and quarantining with family, we are empathizing? Sure. Sympathizing. We're thizing with you. Synthesizing. Electrifying. I got chills. They're synthesizing. And I'm <laughs> emphasizing entremonts. Not entremont, entrejambe. Entremont is like something from the Great British Baking Show. Entremont. Something about an entremont. Too sticky. <laughs> um, oh, another, quickly, what I want to say is... Quick. Uh, uh, why I'm feeling maybe less than or whatever or that I'm squandering my time. We're uh, watching The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan docu-series. Right. Talk about a guy who is so <laughs> dedicated and obviously he's good and has like sheer raw talent, but his, his dedication and perseverance and never squandering a moment to like be the best at yeah his thing. It, yeah. I guess it's more, basketball is more like technical. But to be that young and he's like, he's like, I'm a kid. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I practice all the time. And after practice, I practice. It's like practice on practice on practice. Fuck. But I wonder if I was that naturally good at comedy or whatever, something else. You are. You're the Michael Jordan of comedy. I am not the Michael Jordan of comedy. And I think that's why, because it's like you you never know if you're the Michael Jordan of comedy because it's not as cut and dry. It's not like, well, I can dunk as many jokes or I can, you know. <laughs> but especially right now where it's like, I want to do stand-up comedy. And then the world's like, no, you can't. So we got to do stuff like this. We're doing this, which is more than most people are doing. So you should feel pretty good about that. And it's not a it's not a contest. I'm not saying like, oh, at least I'm doing this. But I, I, I wrote down in my morning pages. I'm like, I feel the best when I have tasks and I complete them. And I feel like I've done stuff for the day. Yes. And when I don't do that and when Michael Jordan is doing all of it, I'm like, why am I not more like Michael? Be like Michael Jordan in your day to day basis. Take it to the board. Crunch so yeah, the to rock. Sum it up, what do they taste? In what do they conclusion, say? don't be so hard on yourself, but also be Michael Jordan at everything you yes. do. Uh, Matt, where can they find you on the social meds? I think you all know Matt underscore O'Brien on Twitter, Matt O'Brien on Instagram, and I almost said my website with all the live dates on it, but none of those are happening. And I'm Julia Comedy, Julia Comedy on Instagram and Twitter, and TikTok. I'm and I'm Julia Comedian on TikTok and Facebook. Regal. 
let us know if you have any warm and fuzzies. Let us know if you watch Chappie this week. Yeah, is this what you want podcast on uh, Instagram and ITW? Is this what? ITWYW podcast. That's right. ITWYW podcast on Twitter. It's just the worst. It's actually not bad. Okay, that's the show, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Enjoy your chappy hour, everybody. Bye, chappy. Love Bye, you. Bye, chappy. On the chappy.